Hello friends. So as you've probably heard, I'm about to drop a new program, which is all about being the well pleasured mother. And in the build up and the excitement I'm feeling around creating and birthing this for you is I really want to share my journey on becoming this well pleasured mother. But I came from a place of being the hot mess mum. Like I was struggling um, with postnatal depression. I was in a really unhealthy, unhappy relationship at the time. And I want to talk about my journey and the challenges and everything I overcame and me kind of like activating and awakening myself up to being this well-pleasured mother. Okay. And it's basically what the whole entire program that I'm birthing is going to be going in depth about. Like I will be dropping all the, I guess, the embodiment practices, the rituals I did, the healing I did myself to become this well-pleasured mother, but also going in depth about, you know, the trainings and the wisdoms about creating and becoming the well-pleasured mother in your own right, like what that actually means and what it looks like and what it feels like to you, because it's actually different from person to person. Okay, so Obviously, if you want to jump on the wait list before I open the carts, because I'm only actually keeping it really intimate because it's like going to be a beta program. So I'm keeping it really intimate so I can get feedback so I can keep growing it every time I launch it. So if you want to jump on the wait list, you can send me a message over on my Instagram account, Intimacy with Lisa, and I'll put you on the wait list. So you can be the first ones to know when the doors open. Okay, so... Diving into my journey from becoming the hot mess mum to this well-pleasured mother. And it's quite funny because every time I say that sentence, I've got my little man here lying on the bed next to me. And every time I talk about being the well-pleasured mother, he like smiles and giggles at me. Uh, He's a great sidekick at the age of 11 weeks old. (laughs) Okay, so my journey. So I became a mum from a place of I didn't know what to expect. It was very like spontaneous. I was in a really unhealthy relationship and I decided to still have a a beautiful daughter with the man, you know, I was with for a decade, 10 years. But my journey actually started after giving birth. I was led down the postnatal depression road and I really struggled with being a mum because I'm like, I didn't want my life to be over. I didn't enjoy being a stay-at-home mum I found it boring as hell um seven years later I still find it boring as hell I'm not a stay-at-home mum kind of person um I hated the idea that I was expected to be a housewife like I was expected to do the cooking the cleaning because I was the one at home all the time I hated the idea of basically doing all the mum duties and just I didn't like the idea of being a mum at all even though I loved my daughter unconditionally so I kind of threw myself back into work and what ended up happening so I can't kind of keep it short for you anyway so that's basically my entry into motherhood when my daughter was born and she's now turning seven next week and what actually ended up happening was before I discovered the tools I now live by is I kind of lived by numbing out. So what I'll do is I'll be stressed and anxious for the whole entire day. I was living in my head all the time. I was basically expecting my partner to fix it. I was like nagging all the time. 
you know, whenever my daughter would reflect how I was feeling, I needed it to be fixed. Why can't she be happy? Why is she always moody? Why is she sensitive? Why is she cranky now? Why doesn't she do what I do? Like, it was like this massive journey of just like, what the hell am I doing? And then I became a single mom and I was just like, what the fuck? I can't do this on my own. And I resulted, well, I resorted to numbing out. I would keep myself busy. So I took a job, even though I was a single mum. I would numb out, you know, at the end of the day, I needed a glass of wine to just forget about the day. Zone out in front of the TV. I would then get hooked on the idea that I needed to be in a relationship. So I became obsessed with finding you know, my man, and I was on all these dating apps, I threw myself into another relationship that um, he was basically, unconsciously, I chose to date him because he was a safe choice. He, you know, would give me what I needed at that time, basically. And what actually happens is the more you numb out, the more you're actually numbing yourself to pleasure. So the more you're avoiding certain emotions, whether that's stress, anxiety, frustration, anger. Um, I had a lot of mom guilt. Like the more I was numbing myself on those sensations, what I was doing is actually numbing myself to the potential, the pleasure that was available to me. Okay, so you can't experience pleasure while you're avoiding other emotions. They go hand in hand. So the more I was running from my feelings, the more I was choosing to numb out in front of the TV, in relationships, um, diving into work, you know, needing a glass of wine at night to just zone out, get out of my head. Um, I became very obsessed with certifications. I was <laughs> um, getting qualified in one thing and then the next and the other. Like I probably can't even tell you how many qualifications I hold with this obsession of something will fill that hole inside of me. Like I just felt like something was missing. I wasn't happy. And I was comparing myself to other mothers that were just so lit up by their children. They were so lit up by being a mom. But I didn't feel that. So I was trying to find something that I was longing for, something that would fill me up. And I thought that would be a relationship. Then I thought it would be a business. Like if I just had a certain level of success, I would be worthy of a relationship. I would... Finally be, you know, I thought if I'd create enough money, if I could just buy my daughter anything she wants and constantly go on holidays and always be busy because we've got all this money, I would actually have the pleasure. I would be happy. I would hold. I would feel abundant. When all when all that's BS, okay, because everything's within you. So what I was doing is I was running and I was choosing the kind of emotions that I want to experience. And it was quite funny because the very first time I started feeling pleasure or peace, I thought there was something wrong with me because I'll get in my head and I'll wait for the other shoe to drop and I'll kind of like force myself out of feeling the pleasure. Okay. So that's basically who I was. I was this hot mess mom that was basically <laughs> constantly nagging. I was stressed as hell. I was struggling with anxiety. Um, and I was just constantly on this search for something that would light me up again. Because even though I had no evidence of it, I longed for passion. I was such a creativity, creative person. I, was, I had so much love to give and I just wanted to experience love. I wanted to give love. I just, I just wanted something better for me. I didn't want 
to give the life to my daughter that I grew up in. Like, I love my family and we're extremely close. But the memories I have is my mum and dad always being stressed of the constant fights, of me feeling like I'm always walking on eggshells. And that was basically the last thing I wanted. Like, I didn't want to create that for my daughter. Like, I wanted this family life full of love, full of laughter, full of joy. Like, I just wanted to create something so much more, but I didn't know how to get there, okay? And I talk to clients now and I talk to friends now and they're in this life of settling. You know, they hide in their bedroom from their families. They're constantly numbing out. They're feeling stressed. They feel like they're not seen. And when I dive deep into the relationship, it kind of seems more like friendship, you know? And they're hiding behind their kids and then they're wondering why they're so numb. They're so exhausted all the time. And it comes back to because they're prioritizing all these external things over their own pleasure. Okay. So, here, let me pick up the little man. He's wanting to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, that's who I was when now I'm this well-pleasured mother. And that's what I live by. And what I mean by that is I can be completely um, present. I am completely turned on and turned on doesn't mean duping red wanting sex all the time. Like, hello, <laughs> if you have kids and we've got now five kids combined, my partner has three boys and we've got one together and I've got a daughter from a past relationship. So there's a lot of kids, <laughs> but there's still the passion. We have freaking deep intimacy. I have the ability to embody all the emotions. So therefore... I walk around experiencing pleasure all day long because I am open to it. I can hold space for my children when they're having meltdowns. I live in my body and not my head, which means I'm completely present, deeply connected with my kids. When they have, you know, the other day, um, my youngest is 11 weeks old. He was having an off day and he was just really crying for the whole entire day. And I did a post on Instagram because... When my daughter used to cry, it used to trigger me. It used to be like, oh my God, why are you crying? Just stop. (laughs) You know, and you get frustrated. And it's a real thing when people warn you not to shake your babies because it's a real thing sometimes when they're constantly crying and you can't fix them and you don't know why they're crying, especially if they can't talk. you, You just feel like shaking them to just shut them up, you know. And then we feel guilty for feeling like that, you know, the drill <laughs> with kids. Sometimes um, even when she was a toddler, you know, even a year ago, you know, when she would have meltdowns, I'll be just like, what is wrong with you, you know? I hated it. Where the other day when my 11-year-old, 11-week-old baby I just decided to not sleep, he was fussy on the boob, he was crying, he was very demanding, I was just like, and it kind of, I just kind of like cleared my whole entire day. Where that used to be another trigger for me. I'm like, how dare these kids ruin what I had planned for the day, you know? I, I'm someone that likes to plan the day ahead and I need to stick to it. Otherwise, I get really disappointed, especially when kids do not go according to plan. Anyways, <laughs> getting back to what happened, I kind of just cleared my whole entire day. I'm like, okay, I'm not working out today. Okay, I'm not doing the work in my business that I need to do. I'm not doing the posting. I'm just going to clear the day. I'm going to sit on the couch 
and I'm just going to hold him. Like that is what he needs for me. And I didn't try to fix him. I didn't want him to just, I didn't just shove the dummy in his face just going, shut up. <laughs> you know, why are you crying? You know, I just held him. I'm like, he's expressive. He's emotional. He's got all of this energy inside him that he needs to release. So I'm going to create safety for him. He's too young to create safety for himself. So I'm going to hold him. My only job in this moment or today is to make him feel safe to express himself, to remind him that I am here. So that's what I did. I just kept whispering in his ear. I'm like, I'm here, baby. I'm here. It's okay. And I just allowed him to let it all out for the day. And it was kind of like a one day thing. And it wasn't until the end of the day when my partner came home. I'm like, look, can you take over? Can you have him? I, you know, had obviously the whole day of built up inside me. So even though I was able to be really present with him, I was really grounded. I stayed really calm. I actually found pleasure in being able to hold this space for him. You know, my nervous system was calm enough to allow this occurrence, but I still needed to release the buildup of, you know, frustration. I couldn't do anything about him. I couldn't fix him. It was his own journey. I had to clear my whole entire day. I was a bit disappointed that I couldn't do what I needed to do. So my partner took over and I took myself into the bedroom and I just did this massive emotional release and found pleasure. And I was able to continue to be able to hold space for my partner to be fussy to go to bed that night. Now, the reason I'm sharing this is because for you to have the energy or the space or the ability to be able to stay calm in those moments is based on the amount of healing that you've done the connection you have with yourself and your pleasure okay so if you're constantly living in your head there's a really good chance you don't have the space to hold the space that you need for your kids which means every single time they had a meltdown or they lose it or they i don't know do something with your days <laughs> You're going to get stressed and anxious. You're going to be exhausted. So the reason why that crying for the whole entire day didn't exhaust me is the fact that I live in my body and not my head. So I spent the day doing body checks, checking into my body. How am I feeling? What do I need? I did get up and go for a walk because I needed to get out of the house. Like I was starting to feel it. I could feel it in my body get a bit tight because I was just sitting down holding him. And I could feel it in my chest. And I'm like, how can I bring more pleasure into this moment? So I put him in the pram when we went for a walk and I put some music on to just allow me to get out of my head a bit more, drop in my body, create some space to hold my son. And that I celebrated because that's how far I came. From a few years ago, I couldn't handle crying. It just triggered me. I hated it. And then, I'll get, and then I'll take all that frustration and the anger out on my partner. And it's not their fault. Their, their job is not to fix it. They don't want to come home to this cranky person. And how many times, like, tell me, does your partner come home to a house filled of love and laughter where he can just, you know, surrender? Because boys in their masculine, especially if they've got a masculine job, are in their heads all day long. They're 
probably feeling, you know, doing figures, they're doing, they're constantly thinking, planning, doing solutions. The last thing they want to do is come home and have to put out fires for the whole entire day, walk on eggshells. And I remember I had um, my first ever male client just said, I love that you get me out of my head instantly. Like the minute they spoke to me, they could just relax and they could feel their shoulders drop. And that's because of the work I've done. And that's what I've created with my now partner. He'll come home and we'll sit on the couch and we'll get close and he feels safe to open up to me. He comes home and he could feel the lightness in the house. So he plays with the little boy and we have this beautiful family where I grew up in a household full of tension. You could cut the tension with a knife because there was no such thing as pleasure. All right, so I know I'm going on a whole <laughs> world of riff here. So the way I turned out to be a, a well-pleasured mother is the fact that A, I healed my relationship with my sexuality. I cleared my sexual blocks because sex has so much to do with motherhood. Knowing your desires, knowing what you want, being open to be able to receive the pleasure having boundaries it is so linked to everything if you want to receive pleasure you need to have a connection with your body and your sexuality because pleasure comes from receiving and you receive through your yoni and what opens your yoni is your heart so if you're not connected to your body you're probably not open to receiving and if you're not open to receiving you're not open to receiving pleasure. And that is felt. You can feel when someone hasn't been laid for a long time. It's the same thing. You can be, you know, penetrated either by energy or through physical penetration. So, for instance, I can go for a walk with my family and I can feel penetrated just by the universe. Because of how open I receive, I can walk out and I can feel myself receiving pleasure and I just go, oh, thank you. Fuck, this is amazing. Yeah, yesterday I did this really beautiful dance ritual and afterwards I just sat down and I didn't want to move. I just needed to be with the end. I felt so much pleasure and love. I just needed to be with it. It was so beautiful and I couldn't even put into words how I was feeling. It was just this feeling base of like, oh, God, this is such a beautiful feeling. And this is where I birthed well-pleasured mother program from, from this place of I feel so awake and turned on and alive and energized and all the beautiful things. I need other mothers to feel this feeling. I need other mothers to feel awake again, alive, connected. I can't stand seeing mothers anymore living like a robot, just surviving, going through the days on repeat, numbing themselves out. Okay, so, oh, oh man, I've got so much to share on this. I can't share all of it on here because obviously what is the point of doing this program? I'll be a disservice. And... I did so much healing to get to where I am now. Not just healing, but like activations. 
redefining what motherhood actually is and what it gets to look like and feel like. I dived deep in different mother archetypes, which is what I'll be teaching in the program, all about the different motherhood archetypes. Which ones turn you on compared to the ones that turn you off? Like there are some mother archetypes, which I've already mentioned (laughs) in this podcast, that literally does not excite me. It actually is the quickest way to get me in the head and dry dry me up. (laughs) Because it's just like, that doesn't sound sexy to me. Where the way I choose to do mothering, oh, it excites me. It turns me on. It energizes me. I get excited to be in a mother. Where a year ago, I used to be actually so, I avoided telling people I had kids because I thought it was just like, no one would want to date me. No one would want to be friends with me. Who the hell wants to know someone that has kids? How boring. Her life's over. She, you know, isn't fun anymore. She isn't sexy. Which, that couldn't be further from the truth. (sighs) So, I can't define what being well-pleasured would mean and look like to you because it could be different to anyone but to me a well-pleasured mother is someone walking around feeling like they've just had the best sex of their life say yes I do I actually have the best sex of my life as a mother (laughs) than I ever did before and I don't need to actually have the physical sex to feel like I'm having sex because of how activated like life gives me energy being a mother my kids give me energy I get pleasure from just waking up in the morning from connecting with my body by opening up my heart and being able to give but then opening up my yoni in order to receive I look forward to my partner coming home and cuddling on the couch at the end of the day talking about how our days went we still joke and muck around we're still deeply intimate you know, the other night, and no, it was last night, we were watching TV just on the couch at the end of the day, and he just randomly stopped and looked at me and said, I love you. And I literally could feel it from head to toe. It gave me goosebumps. Like it wasn't just a, you know, you say I love you at the end of the day or when you wake up in the morning, bye, have a good day, love you. You know, there's that kind of I love you, but I just feel like it's just, sometimes I feel like, why are you saying it? You obviously don't mean it. It's surface level. But then there's moments like when my partner just stopped and looked at me and just, it kind of like the whole entire moment just stopped. Life just stopped. And he pierced my soul with those three words. Like I could feel he was saying it from his heart to mine. And because I'm so open, I was able to cherish that moment and receive it fully. I didn't just go, oh, I love you too and continue watching TV. (laughs) Like I was truly able to receive it. In every bit of my body. Even now, like I'm still feeling that moment. And it happened last night and now it's the next day. Because of how open I am to receiving. So to me, that is the well-pleasured mother. And then I get to show up and pass that down to my children. And your children are always reflecting how you are feeling. So my children are the best. (laughs) And I'll have dance parties with my kids. They are so open with their emotions and they express themselves because they see I do it 
Okay. Oh, it's so beautiful. Anyway, so <laughs> I've rubbered on enough and I now need to go spend some time with my little man and put him to sleep and give him some snuggles, all the good things. If you are feeling called to becoming the well pleasured mother, hello, because it's sexy, it's beautiful. Motherhood gets to be, you know, amazing. It gets to turn you on, not drain you. It gets to energize you. Then send me a message and you can join the wait list because I'm only taking a few people in just as a beta round. Um, so it'll be a really low price just so I can, you know, get some feedback as I'm doing it afterwards. So I can hold really intimate space for you all during it. Because there's going to be lessons, there's going to be things that you need to know in order for you to actually parent in a really beautiful way that your kids need. Because each kid is different and there are different reasons why you can't parent all kids the same. Okay, which is probably why you're going to find some kids are really hard or difficult and then some kids are easy. It's because you need to learn the different things that you need to know in order to parent in a way that you need a parent for kids. Okay, so that is it for me. <laughs> I would love to see you inside the program, of course. If you have any questions, send me a message over on in, um, Instagram as well. So it's Instagram at Lisa, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.